Welcome to Dog Talks KE with your hosts Modoni and Warenga Wakemani. Well, we aim to bring you nothing but dope <laughs> conversations <laughs> on a regular. <laughs> Warenga. Again, sorry, sorry, Kwani. forgive me. I hope I'm scheduling angle. <laughs> a week, a week's break, and then you've already. Yeah? Um, by the way, I'm a bit slow. By the way. It's those drugs. We yeah. blend those drugs. Mm. Yes. But uh Karibu Sana. Asante Sana, how have you been? I've been I've been okay. I've been great. Mm-hmm. I think uh one thing I learned from the last time we had uh, somebody with us yeah. is we also need to make it interactive. Okay. So we also have with us today somebody. Yes. Yes. So Mukami, Karibu Sana. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. How was your week? Your week has just started yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> How's your past week? <laughs> it was okay. Uh-huh. It was good, yeah. It was good. Waringa? My week was okay. Mm-hmm. Um apart from me being unwell for the last I don't know how many days since last week Thursday. Mm. Last week button actually. Yeah. Yeah. It's been that long. It's been that long, yeah. Hey. So ndio tuna Yes, guys. Yeah, but I'm glad to be here. It's always therapeutic. I know. So yeah. I think even last time Karambu said, I think this thing is therapy for you guys. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's, uh, somehow it is. Mm. We, we come, we, you know, we we talk, we beat stories, yeah. you know, and then after that, when we go, we feel ooh, a bit lighter. Yes. So we are grateful. Yeah. A lot has happened since I last saw you. Uh, what has happened? <laughs> the dollar is now at 116. Uh, Just to get your story. Yeah. Economy. Mafta sasa iko 150. From the last time I saw you. thinking about our economy can really drain you. I know. Emotionally, physically, everything. I know I know what you mean. Lakini express we pia ilifunguliwa. Yeah, ilifunguliwa. Bado sijaitumia. Mukami have you had a chance to use it? Um no, I only used it when before it was open eh. when it was illegal. Ah no. yeah. <laughs> we show us your ways. This is when you need to We are still here down to earth mm. with the rest of maybe, maybe I should invite you for lunch or something. Please cook. I promise to come now. <laughs> I have no excuse. I hear it's only taking five minutes. Yes. 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 But it has also cleared Okodown. Hakuna traffic as much. Really? Yeah, because I left home at nine, um, actually some minutes to ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you, yeah. And I was here by eleven, so it was good. Mm. Hey, we thank God. Yeah. And another highlight is uh, Martha Karua. We have oh, our yeah. first female uh, DP. It you feels know? like a whole Kamala Harris moment. I know, right? I was so excited when I... Actually, I remember yeah. uh, that day I was... Uh, that's when I went to the hospital. Mm-hmm. So you're there in the waiting room. Mm-hmm. And then uh, that whatever was happening. Mm-hmm. So I was there crossing my fingers. But Naskia Kalonzo already alkamesha. Alkwasha snitch. Alkwasha snitch. Oh my God. Yeah, so I was, I was happy to, you know, at least... Um, I, I, I'll, I'll support them. Mm-hmm. And now, now at least I can take my idea. I hope it chomokas before elections. I'm judging you. Yeah, please. It's okay, but... So by the way, I decided I'm not, I'm not voting. Mm-hmm. But the fact that Martha is part of the whatever... Mm-hmm. It has influenced it you. It has influenced me. Because ah. I wasn't seeing... Oh, I'm sorry, but I wasn't seeing a leader. Eh. I, I'm very sorry. It's been a tough one. We are still yeah. it's been a real tough one I think for majority of the people. Like yeah. even my friends when I speak to them, there's so much apathy like should I should I not? Ah, mm. I'm not going. I'm not waking up at six. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, how do you feel of seeing fa- our first female DP? I think she's the first female DP. Any feelings Mukami? <laughs> amayoni chini ya maji tu chini ya maji stako mwaka but as, as a woman yeah. I'm, i'm very excited mm-hmm. um to see that um we're moving forward yes yeah so hopefully other leaders can can i wish even the deputy like the governors would choose like deputies who are 
were female. Yes, more women yeah. at least. And if a female goes there, they choose a deputy who is a man so that there's a bit of a rotation. Yeah. Yeah. I like what Nigeria does, but them them they do it on a religion basis. Each time we have a Muslim, next time we have a Christian, this time so somehow it Which tends is good. Yeah, Which it is good. It tends to bring about some sense of balance and mm. for them it works. But anyway, I'm also the, the the men who are just talking trash saying at all of a sudden girls are girl power and all that. Atitulikuwa mm-hmm. happy when see high and gilu sometimes when yes. try. But people should realize back in the days we were not empowered like we are now. Yeah. People should know that so right now we have a voice man sika kitambo kwanza chukue yo id afu ukuje sasa tuonge i still have a voice regardless <laughs> yeah i still have a voice Tutajua passport inafanya kazi <laughs> but passport always piga nayo kama uko umeregister i know but on the real though guys uh please please take time uh, be aware if you make sure you also vote it really does matter let's just not make small banter here and then you know we get pissed off when things don't go or uh, don't go right yeah kurayako sautiako and by the way this hasn't been sponsored by ibc you know guys <laughs> might think at here we are here just beating stories because you know we've gotten something not yet yeah but i saw something uh in the papers mm-hmm. where you're able to check whether you're able to vote mm-hmm. so just send an sms to 70000 with your id number and then hash your year of birth mm-hmm. and then it sends you the details i did that i got my details mom had a challenge as well but mm. when i did for her mm. it also popped so i'll try i'll try again because yeah. i've tried emelika credit sponsor do the needful right <laughs> anyway on um on a serious note though yeah. waringa this month we've been celebrating moms yeah you know it's it's been a beautiful season listening to you talk to us about your mom yeah listening to karambu as well come share her story yeah on her motherhood journey yeah and then also what we didn't highlight as well is that the month of may mm. is also the month of mental health awareness e- yes and it's such a serious matter yeah um because uh, uh, last year in 2021 according to the world health organization mm. in kenya i think kenyan statistics are saying one in four mukami because i know you're a mental health advocate you know you've not even given you a chance to fully introduce yourself here i am just eh, all soon, protocols soon, observed soon, soon, soon. <laughs> yeah so like one in four according to the world health organization yeah suffer from a mental health mm. you know condition yeah. so it's and then when you sit down and interact with people you're constantly hearing or even seeing change in behavior change in attitudes mm. but then when you look at our folks yeah or our folks's peers yeah they don't seem to be having oh i at times ask kwani amnanga mashida you know ama probably i guess it's it's how Unajua that era the the were raised ile kangumo mhm akwa time of stress alafu kuna sisi who they have to force us uh, work hard at school mm. so yes mashida zilikuwa but how they used to handle it is different from how we are handling it right now chatsema walikuwa vyenyeji ile proper hiyo kienyeji proper yes because like over the weekend uh, when I was in the county yeah. uh, i got to interact with a family friend mm. na ukisikia mashida hadi says you know you, you take yourself back mm. today i was having a conversation with someone i was like hey at times when you listen to people you even say hey sina shida because of what has very happened true, yeah. and then also when you listen to uh folks's stories mm. you're like by the way these people went to school without shoes yeah. and then some of them in the era they were in like i know my folks so uh, the whole era of the mau mau and mm. at times you hear the son is the one who is a scout so he should shout when he sees the white people yeah. you've seen your parents being snatched i mean they saw their parents being taken away mm. and it's a whole different thing yeah. so when we come to us at times i sit down and ask what is there something like what happened like why are we having 
so much of this. Ni watu kupenda soft life. Hata sijui. But anyway guys, um, enough oh. of that for now. But yeah. we have somebody special with us today. Yay. Her name is uh, Nelia Mukami Ramba. I will let her tell us more because Mukami, you have a story. You know me, I know you. I have a hint. You know, I know you, but then I also have a hint of who you are and what you've gone through and you have we all have a story so i just want to give you this chance let us know who is mukami what does mukami do uh tell us about uh, your foundation as well you as i mentioned earlier you're an advocate of mental health awareness and also the other one will also elaborate as we go so over okay. to you thank you so much um I think based from from what you're saying mm-hmm. I like to tell people like when you go to hospital mm. and you have a broken hand mm. and the other person comes with an axe on their head mm. do you go home and say wacha niende home because that one is more serious shugulikia kwanza huyo you actually sit wait your turn mm. see the doctor maybe the one with the head mm. injury will be pushed ahead of you yeah. but you still wait for your turn to see the doctor and you get your medicines okay. it's the same thing with um our problems just because you feel like my problem is bigger than yours doesn't mean yours is not valid okay and it's valid to you mm. it's the same way like kids nowadays they're like oh my god my at iphone they have not been bought for iphone i'm like where so sad, like you know mm. but it's still a problem in their situation which needs to be handled there where they are okay. but anyway uh, so my name is mukami mm-hmm. um i am a mother um a wife <laughs> and um so my story is i delivered triplets prematurely and then um during the hospital stay i lost two um was two boys and one girl so the baby girl died after two days and the boy died after three months and then i took home one boy his name is jiro he's now five he's in pp2 and he's refusing to do his homework (laughs) (laughs) yeah so um in that journey of course there was a lot of trauma yeah there was a lot of um like i was sure you know like you're thrown into a fire you didn't expect you know like you expect that you get pregnant of course there come morning sickness the cravings then you do your nice baby shower then you go into delivery and you come out you know yes. you have the you can do makeup and lashes of course you need to look glam <laughs> i see your time <laughs> i swear miata <laughs> <laughs> you never know why i am yeah. impressed by mothers but yeah mm-hmm. so for me i am my water broke at oh. 28 weeks and then i was rushed into hospital they couldn't reverse the labor and i had to do like an emergency cs and mm. yeah my babies came at 1 1.2 1.1 and the other one 1.1 mm-hmm. and then of course during the it's it's very traumatic because they're rushed into the nicu they're covered in paper bags cotton wool they're so tiny and they're so they, they look like this little white things that yeah. you can't even tell you know it's not the scene that you want to see as a first time mm. mother yeah and of course it's the niku so it's it has those two lights you know those two sounds and, yeah. and there are beds all over and you can see tiny children some don't even have formed like just you know very tiny and then of course to also watch the doctors try to resuscitate your child and mm. unsuccessfully and then stay in hospital for 3 months i th- i remember i was with mothers who lost their kids when we were there mm. others left home with their kids so it was like a roller coaster of emotions and i remember for me like i had one child who was doing very well mm-hmm. and another one who was really sick so i didn't understand do i like what you know like you i remember at some point i even forgot the one who was doing well and focused on this one who was unwell because mm. like he needs so much attention the doctor tells you yeah you're going through a lot but we need milk so you have to pump because you can't breastfeed yeah it was it was so traumatic and then now going home with just the one baby and having to leave 
with him as a reminder mm. <laughs> that you're supposed to be three but then again having to be grateful that you have the one because mm. there are people who had the three and lost the one but that does not invalidate your feelings of feeling that yeah. you have lost mm. so through that process of course um depression came in and yeah that was 2017 and i struggled for a while up to 2019 mm. um where i even got admitted for a while yeah and i think 2020 i started finding my way back then covid came and oh my god that was another thing that we yeah. hadn't seen so um in that whole process i felt there was a gap mm. like i didn't know the support i needed and yeah. i didn't get the support i needed yeah. and the people around me didn't know what i needed mm. and i realized that sometimes you go through things not to you ask yourself why 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 and you cannot get an answer and then when i began speaking about it i realized there are so many women mm. going through the same process of course so many dads also going through the same process with their wives and wondering sasa how can i help yeah. my wife you know and then that's why um that's where the idea of kenna foundation was formed kenna means happy in my mother tongue which is embu So Kenna Foundation is uh, basically a happy place for mothers who have had children mm-hmm. born too soon, the premature children. Mm. So the aim is to support these families um and the children to survive and to thrive later on in life. So our first um our first initiative is to first of all spread information have information out there that this happens why it happens and all that how to take care of your children what to do at this particular point and we also have to engage the um, the health professionals because they are the ones who will tell us exactly as it is from a medical point of view mm-hmm. and then we really support kangaroo mother care mm-hmm. because um once the baby is off oxygen that's the the, the most low cost Yeah. innovation that you can use to help your baby gain weight mm. and also even for lactation and then of course with our kangaroo mother care we have to support exclusive breastfeeding for six months and even beyond mm. which is in line with also government um, requirement and also you when you breastfeed for six months your baby is healthy you know so we're also looking at the health of the baby and at this particular point is where you now you need to the the idea you pump more and the 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 supply will be more yeah mm. and then um of course now then comes in the mental health so we are focused on maternal mental health because of the the maternal health of the mother mm. but in the maternal part we also include the dad okay because the dad is the first uh support to the mother and the child mm uh-huh. So the dad also needs to be aware of what needs to be done and their health mental health also needs to be taken care of. So of course maternal mental health we ca- we see postpartum we see just this no more call no more in quotes baby blues mm-hmm. because sometimes when they last longer than they should be it's a serious problem and it affects the child and the well-being of the child and also the well-being of the mother. I was having a conversation yesterday with a lady and she was saying that sometimes as a mother you wonder if your love is enough to keep yourself alive and sane and to keep your baby because after the baby is born all they do is take 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 they don't know the trauma you have been mm. they them they are just there to survive so you need to take care of them and then of course you're told ah if you don't breastfeed the baby will die if you don't take care of the baby the baby will die and now you're left to take care of this baby who without you will die and then you also are struggling to live yeah. and sometimes you wonder <laughs> is my love enough for mm. you know yeah mm. so it's 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 basically a conversation that needs to be had mm-hmm. that even as a mother it's okay to struggle it's okay to wonder and then you need now community to support you yeah. and now community needs to be aware so we're mm. spreading that awareness that you need to support your family and friends when they're going through this. Yeah. Nice. Nice, nice. That that is quite 
it's very heavy and uh, personally I commend you even for being able to speak out loud about this um, because not so many people would would be what is it not so many people would air their so-called dirty linen in public because there's a stigma that comes with something associated to mental health because even yesterday i saw like the language used is also important when it comes to mental health and you are actually saying yes i'd also been admitted and you're even walking that journey so one question i'd like to ask is um so what do you what did you do to take care of yourself then and what are you doing now to take care of yourself um at that particular point also i did not know how to take care of myself that's why um i ended up being admitted like i was not eating or sleeping a lot um i was um not being functional let me say not being functional even around the house even around my baby and i'm i'm happy that i have family members who are in medicine and they were able to pinpoint okay this is gone too far for much too long and they recommended um that I see a psychiatrist and of course when I saw a psychiatrist um you start on medication but in some cases you have to get admitted for them to observe for you to go through therapy and all and then of course in therapy you're taught about coping skills how to take care of yourself and so at that particular point you learn and of course you read you interact and i i realized that for anybody even those people who are not struggling with mental illness you have to have self care mm-hmm. like holistically take care of your body your mind your soul you know your company your energy around you which means what you eat are you taking your medicines if you're sick are you drinking your water are you taking your vegetables are you having a, a balanced diet mm-hmm. if it's for health um physical health are you doing some exercise to keep fit are you walking are you running are you going to the gym whatever suits you mm-hmm. really with what you have and what is available and then of course um soul feed your soul um are you religious do read your bible your quran whatever feeds you there are people who are atheists i don't know what they do but i'm sure they have mm-hmm. their own ways of doing the buddhist uh-huh. all of that um your mind what are you reading are you reading good books are you watching nice programs are you ke- keeping abreast with the right information about yourself i think so these days even some words you can't google uh-huh on 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 google or even on pinterest oh wow yeah you can't like um some self uh harm terms uh-huh. um which is what we're trying to to promote that you it's self harm when you try to take your life it's self harm it's not so we're trying to remove some terms mm. and um yeah so what are you watching and then of course your company are you keeping up with negative people if today you say something negative and probably it's out of ignorance i will tell you listen mudoni don't say that to me it's i'm a bit sensitive if you say that it's it doesn't it doesn't make me happy then tomorrow you say it and you're like oh then it, it's my right to cut you off yeah you know so the kind of energy we keep around us of course with depression and mental illness comes issues of substance abuse so you have to keep away from also company that allows or you know because we are human mm. beings we are prone to temptation and i've come to realize your pressure man is 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 in adulthood it's worse ati uko and then you know so yeah so holistically taking care of yourself mm-hmm. for me and and you see when you do it even on your bad days you will somehow do half of what you normally do on a good day yeah and um of course you have self affirmations positive affirmations where you wake up in the morning and you say i am i am wonderful i'm beautiful i'm intelligent i am worthy you know because mm. depression takes away your self esteem takes away your self worth so that you feel that you're not worthy to even stand in front of people and 
and say something. And of course, um, I always say that when I'm at my best, I write down all the things I'd want to do, all the things I want to see, all the things I want to do. So oh, that on wow. a very bad day, yeah. I'll just look at the list and be like, okay, um, I've always wanted to maybe have lunch at Java. Sorry, have lunch at Java. So let me do that. Yeah. And you can tell, okay, it's a bad day, but you are able to to look at what you you are at your best mm. and see that's who you are that's a good one yeah i've never <laughs> i've never thought of that or even thought of doing it but at least even calling yourself you know you you literally call yourself in a meeting and mm. you're aware of your environment and your being which is amazing Though I, I feel at times you're not even able to call yourself. Uh, maybe for your case, you might have been lucky to have people around you who could um, tell like what you're going through when you've said uh, the at least your family members are, me, are people in the me, me, uh, medi- hey, medical. Medics, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> medical. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, but there are those people who can't even tell can't tell anything. Then you're just numb. Yeah. And you're just there. And you don't even you even don't know you're depressed first of all. Mm. Yeah. Because at times I look at people's status, maybe your friends, and I'm like, chick, you need to see you need to see someone. You need to talk to someone. Cause the flow of comments, you you feel like you're checking it out or I don't know, you're sharing maybe for people to know uh, this and this has been happening or whatever. But you don't know, you're depressed. Actually, I have a friend of mine. I, I just had to tell her, see a therapist. Check you're depressed. Like for really, you are depressed. And she, and she was in denial by there. But from the flow of comments, mm. I was like, I, uh, you sit there, you write at the, ask me a question. Mm. <sighs> What to akoliza maswali? What to akoliza maswali? Ambe chick, see a therapist. No, I'm not depressed. I'm passed over it. You're not. There are people who don't know. Mm. I've been there, and I know like how how it feels. And when she says uh, she was of uh, just sleeping, and at times you're just there. You don't know who you are anymore. You don't want even to, and it can really trickle down to your kids. We buy a sana. And it's hard to manage. So uh, it's good also to check up on your friends. At times when you just see that weird comment, uh, there's something. something. Yeah. So my worry is for people, why I came up with this, is for people who don't know even where they are. For people who are just numb. They don't know like what's happening to me. Okay, I'll answer that. Mm. Because we have have a few undeniable signs of depression. Yeah. are there and then I, I i think i did a video on this last week because sometimes you don't know it's true you yeah. don't know mm. so it takes your family members and your friends to actually call it out uh-huh. but in that calling it out it is also key for them to be very very patient and kind with you yeah because like you're saying, your friend was in denial. Maybe it's how you put it. Mm. Maybe it's how you're like, um, you know, that's why I say sometimes when someone is depressed, you need to be very, very patient with them yeah. if you're their friend. And this is where now you say friendship is expensive mm. because it means you've called me too many, like three times a day, I've not picked your call. You've SMSed me, I've not Mm, uh, responded. responded. WhatsApped, I've blue ticked you. So at what point do you say, ah, (laughs) nikama ataki kuongea na watu? And at what point are you saying, okay, me, I live in Riru. Let me pick my bags from Estoniathi and go to Riru and check up on this girl. So, at that point is where you find people saying, Alinyamaza too, you know, everyone has their own struggles in life, so yeah. it's fine. Mm. And then there's someone else who will now take up the step and be like, let me see. At a, then you come to my house, you find, it hasn't been cleaned in years. Yeah. And then that's an alarm. And then what do you do at that point? You don't tell me to go see a therapist. Mm. You first clean. You first ask me what's up. 
it's yeah. been happening how are you feeling nini nini so we clean the house nini nini and that patience and love is what society lacks mm. at the moment very because true. you're very keen on saying nili mwambie ndio akaone daktari akakata not many people will will do that yeah because first of all they're like i'm going through this alone mm. you know mm. it is me i am cuz depression we call it the big black dog it 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 grows from a very small dog to a dog that overshadows you and it's something that keeps telling you you're not worthy you're mm. not important you're useless at a, at a, you're the cause of all your problems that's why you see people people wanting to self harm yeah and for me when you tell me you want to self harm mm. i take it that as a very positive thing mm-hmm. because what it what it means is that you actually don't want to cease from existence mm. you want your problems to cease yeah that's why you're telling me mm-hmm. and how can i help you from there you okay. know yeah so um it's true most of us don't know we're depressed that is where now we have to as a community get more information mm. you know what you say ignorance is bliss no it's not mm-hmm. even at the workplace mm-hmm. you see someone is not the way they used to be then you're like ah she's underperforming warning letter three months she's out mm-hmm. yeah. sometimes you don't even want know what people are going through i remember there's a lady who was hit um from the back by mm-hmm. a lady another lady and then she said go then she comes out she's like eh why what's up and then the lady inside is just shaking and she's like you know what i just lost my husband so even that lady who was hit was like okay come down let's pack a site mm. um give me your phone let me c- and she had to call one of her relatives to come pick her yeah she didn't even charge them for the car mm. so imagine if you had just come out shouting what, what can't you see you are not using yeah. your head ni 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 so actually sometimes I, and and this is my motto if you can be anything in this world be kind mm. that that supermarket attendant who is rude to you, imagine they're just going through some weird thing that is none of your business it no it has nothing to do with you mm. but again sasa you you're coming to hey when you you work here and you don't know where to do what is where you know so like it's it doesn't have to be you who realizes you but it calls for and and there's no random act of kindness you're either kind because you choose to mm. or you're not okay. yeah. so when you feel like someone is being weird or offensive or quiet or even social media mm-hmm. how many times you go to social media and you see someone being so mean mm. at you and then you're like ah, yeah 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 watch out and then you start typing but imagine it has nothing to do with you <laughs> it's true <laughs> that person is probably going to their, okay. yeah and and imagine when you're kind to that person mm. it might change their perspective of the world mm. for that one day yes. that they need to survive yeah you know yeah so it's true you might not know when you're depressed but we are a society we are a community let's be kinder to each other even that neighbor who you see now weirdly walking around you know just mm. stop and ask are you okay how are you mm. and you might find things are not okay and you might be the person just that random not, not random just your intentional yeah mm. in that initiative was saying how are you yes. I, see, i see we are neighbors you live in this hood okay me too that will just save their life that day mm. yeah mm-hmm. very 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 that's deep yeah meskia I'm always kind to you. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then another this is the rudest pastor <laughs> in this world uh-huh. <laughs> because I defend you. Another thing um about Kenna Foundation, do you guys have an office where are you located? Where can we get you? Okay, currently <laughs> we're a baby. Okay. So, um we're only on social media at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um um Instagram the Kenna Foundation and Facebook the Kenna Foundation. Mm-hmm. We have a small office in Riru. Okay. But um once you write to us on Instagram we're able to come to you or meet at a central location. Starting next month we're having meetings. Okay. Um for uh different groups like grieving dads, preemie moms, grieving moms. Um so we'll be able to get more interactive 
um sessions with people who are going through different stuff mm-hmm. and of course we also visit hospitals because that's where like the preemie moms are mm-hmm. with a care package um a bini heart for the baby because the head normally is the b- largest part of the body and you need to keep it warm a lesser for kangaroo and we're trying to find some sponsors who will get help us get uh, breast pumps because when the baby is in the NICU and they're in the incubator full time, you need to pump. Yeah. Mm. Yes, yes. Of course, you can do it by hand, but it, sometimes it's, it's, it's nice to just get that breast pump and it helps. Yeah, mm. yeah. So um, as we talk, we're spreading information and we're doing the little things we can, mm. the little resources we have. That's nice. That's impressive and all the best. Thank we you. pray that those sponsors will locate you. Yes, <laughs> may they may they yeah. locate you. Yeah, because at times where well, it's I, I know standing yeah. a foundation is not it's not as easy. Yeah. At times the passion is there, the heart is there, but everything needs funds at the end of the day. It's so true. we pray that those 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 people will just locate you because you need you. it. You yeah. need it. And I'm sure it's if it's a purpose in your life, uh, mm you'll be very happy as well helping others i have i have a question no? um during that time of um now let's let's dive into motherhood uh, you being a mother how are you able to balance it off cuz i know it's 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 a hard place to be in you're trying to grieve you're trying to like gather all your energies you have to attend to this baby yet you're not okay Kabisa, kabisa. How, how, how did you manage that? Um, to be honest, I don't know sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the days when I was in hospital mm-hmm. and I remember I had a CS wound mm. and then I had to drive to hospital every day oh. from Riru and um, it was like a, an 8 to 5 job. Like I had to be there in the morning mm. up to Gioni mm. and um. I was ha- I was lucky to be in a nice hospital where yeah. they had like a breastfeeding room. Okay. Had nice chairs. We had tea throughout water. Mm. We had food and we would just sit there sometimes would we would um talk, laugh, mm. cry, you know. Mm. And I remember one of the biggest support system at that point was the other mothers. Oh, in the breastfeeding room yeah. because you're comforting each other, exactly. you're telling each other stories. Mm. This when one mother is unhappy then mm. you're all unhappy when it's a good day you're all happy and it's a journey for yes. like all of you yes yes and and at that point we learned how to celebrate little things you know nice. like like we used to measure no measure we, grams we mm. <laughs> we kids at um mm. in the morning mm. so every alternate day yeah. and i remember some day someone would come and say hey tumeongeza 10 grams we'll be like because there's someone else who hasn't added or mother they've lost you know yeah. and then someone would be like tumeongeza 50 grams and mm. oh my god we would clap mm. because mm. for for us that was a win you mm. know yeah. when the oxygen is reduced from 1 liter to 0.5 that was a win for yeah. us and at that particular point i learned how to celebrate the little things yes because that's that's all we were looking for mm. and even now mm. i mean groups where moms are primi it's there's a now group called primi love mm. a lady called ruby mm. and i rem- even now to do when a mom says i imagine you went to clinic and we added to you how many hey, we are like oh my yeah. god well done congratulations because that's that's, that's a something. joy you know yeah. and of course there were days when it wasn't good and we learned how to to hold each to other to hold each other yeah. i remember one of my very very good friends mm. i met her at the niku and mm-hmm. up to today we are very very good friends nice. and i met other awesome women in mm. that and also um my family was supportive mm. it was good mm. and i remember that particular point i tell people when the bible says that God gives you grace beyond human understanding. Mm. Mm. That is exactly what I had. Like I cannot explain it to you yeah. until you actually experience it. And when someone asked, how did, you? and that was it. Like mm. God carried me because there are days I don't know how yeah. I survived, honestly. Yeah. But God actually carried me. Mm. Yeah. yeah, That's, that's, that's beautiful. I, uh, 
I I get sad when women say we are not we are biggest enemies. Yet on the other hand, I believe women are very supportive when you choose the right ones. We like we we embrace each other. We we love each other. We help each other. And I believe women can do anything for each other. Yeah. So, you are your worst enemies. <laughs> Choose your friends wisely. Because I believe she was in a situation where you didn't know anyone. Yeah. Then all of a sudden it became a family. Yeah. Till to date, they are still supporting each other in one way or another. So, thumbs up to mothers and to women <laughs> who support each other. It's it's quite something. Because when they support, they support fully. Yeah. Yeah. Lastly, sorry I'm calling you by your campus name um other than other than fans eh how else can guys plug in and support support you um uh, there there's so many ways uh for example we're looking for trained counselors okay who can be volunteers trained counselors who can be volunteered bec- volunteers because um like i say the first thing as much as we will observe your signs ninini we have to go to a um a trained professional mm. to actually give the diagnosis yeah. so that you know how people just write okay i'm depressed and you know like it's 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 just a casual word you throw in yeah. so that's where we need counselors like we need grief counselors we need counselors who deal with postpartum mm. and of course we are women we are in families so at some point um we also need um counselors who have done a bit of marital therapy mm. because we live within families so yeah. when a child is born mm. most of them are born within families so mm. you find that sometimes it's actually just a conflict of of expectations and of course um doctors doctors mm. because one of the biggest challenges with premature babies is they have delayed milestones mm. like i remember my son he had to go through occupational therapy um so we also have women who cannot afford this kind mm. of services um like nutritionists because we always have low birth weight and so weight becomes a very big issue even my son right now if you compare him to his peers he's a bit yeah. low mm. but usually we don't compare with babies because every child is different yeah. but i know i have struggled with just helping him get the right diet to mm. at least make sure he's healthy yeah. so um like we need volunteer nutritionist um and different professionals who can help us at least reach out to the mothers who are not able to even lactation experts mm-hmm. like uh, just to help the mothers um know the best way to get a lot of uh, milk for the babies because mm-hmm. they need it mm-hmm. and yeah so um i think right now we're looking out for professional vol- volunteers who will come and help us just um help the mothers because that's the most important thing yeah. and the fathers of course yeah. and i think also um in, in, when it, when we comes to maternal mental health is that um the workplaces like the corporates whatever organization mm. is we need to have more conversations uh-huh. on how to support mothers and fathers mm. who have just come from from delivering babies so the w- three months is not enough so like we always have talks with organizations if you want us to just pop in and have a conversation just to spread awareness mm. and <clears throat> i've done this with several organizations that we just talk to you you ask those weird questions you see when you ask in such a forum it's not it's not ignorance like yeah. just ask about it just mm. say how how do we how do we tell someone who has just come from maternity leave they are underperforming it's okay mm. in that forum because it's it's a fact that you probably got and distracted and let's just have these conversations even small comments like you've added weight they will really affect a mother you mm. know true, and true. these are small things and they'll be like kai woi and you know small things and even asking people about why are you not breastfeeding why mm. are you not angasiju uh, what why you know so th- those questions let's discuss them in an open forum mm. so that when you're left you mm. won't ask because there are sometimes there's no milk you've done everything there's no milk yeah. and then mm. you feel like you're being judged when another true, mother true. say hey me me akis kosangi maziwa mimi it's imagine in rotary we mm. say 
whatever I say, think or do. Mm. Is it necessary? Is it, like, yeah. is it beneficial? Is it building yeah, better, yeah. better friendship? Like, sometimes some mm. comment, it's true. Okay, I have added weight, but so how will it help me? Yeah, mm. you know, will it trigger me? Mm. Mm. You know, yeah. And then, of course, questions, discussions like CS versus no more. Let's let's cut them out. You know, because mm. sometimes it's it's funny when I hear people say, "At people who've done CS is not did you what you know like it's so unnecessary." Yeah. And people say it because they lack information. Mm-hmm. True, true. You know, so let's just keep having conversations as well and be open to being corrected. Mm. Even me, if you correct me and tell me, "Oh, you shouldn't say that to me," I'll be like, "Okay, I'm sorry." Like it's good you've told me. Then tomorrow I won't hurt another person yeah. who will not be bold enough to tell me. Yeah, yeah, nice, good. That's, that that was quite. Anything else, Aringa? No, 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 no. I guess anything um, else you have to pour out before you know. Uh, last how, call. How, how do you handle the dads and the men? Because yeah. you see, for men, it's a bit hard for them to come out, you know, and say they are going through this, or maybe their wife is going through this at times they don't even know what to do how do you handle such um yeah so <laughs> that's it's usually tricky because they never mm. talk about it yeah so um in response to that that's why we, we want to create a safe space with other dads oh, like nice. a coffee with dads mm. for them to just come and say now when my wife does this because mm. i've had even my husband has had sessions with other dads mm. and when they are dads they can't say yeah but mm. when women come in unless they're really in a free very okay. space yeah so um before we've just been saying oh moms 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 nini nini but i know a lot of even um the people who what are they called the um doulas who are encouraging mm-hmm. if you pay for a doula they say now you've paid okay this session you have to be two of you mm. i'm not doing this session for one person mm. yeah you know because it doesn't make sense that you you know everything this one doesn't, it doesn't know and then know, yeah and then now you you'll be in the same house it's the same for grief mm. like let's have more sessions for men and women yeah as opposed to just doing it for women and mm. then now women are more informed or more empowered and the men are just they are clueless yeah and also open spaces mm. for men you know we have a society which says men is kukangumu mm. you know but it's imagine they also have emotions they they are they, they are human beings they do they feel they you know yeah now instead of them chilling out in bars and you know they can also have like a sober session where they can discuss mm. and say but there even me when you were going through this i was also hurting in this way yeah so give them spaces mm. to actually vent and be emotional and, yeah emotional. um the other last thing i wanted to say is that um for the policy makers um we need to decriminalize mm. self harm mm-hmm. mm. you know when you when you try to i use self harm for things like suicide and cutting and all that yeah when you when it doesn't succeed you're supposed to be jailed or, jailed or taken to court or something yeah but it's a mental illness mm. where you need to get um medical uh, services you need to get first aid yeah. mental first aid so we need to decriminalize it instead of saying they committed suicide just say they died by suicide ama they They, they like they just passed on you yes. know like you don't have and this includes even the the churches who say they can't bury someone who who died by suicide it's not right mm. like this is someone who has struggled so much and you cannot imagine the struggle between yourself and your mind mm. you know yeah. so we need to like like even have sessions with church leaders and tell them listen this is what someone who is doing going through depression fields yeah. yeah. and it's up to you as church leaders as government to support them you know mm. not to make them feel like they're criminals mm-hmm. for trying to end something yeah you know yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's the same way you have um like cancer patients who ask for what is it called the euthanasia yeah it's the same thing like yeah. they've suffered too much they're done with this kind of Living. suffering yeah. you know mm. it's the same as the people who ask for do not resuscitate because mm. they don't want to come back and and suffer, suffer you yeah. know so it's 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 i think it goes back to being kind mm-hmm. being empathetic yeah you know yeah 
Nice. Guys, let's be kind. Yeah, be kind. Let's be, be kind, kind to one another. As well, Ellen always says, yeah. be kind to one another. I think, thank you again, Mukami, for coming through. I know one of our listeners has actually been through that journey as a as a guy. So I know when he listens to this, it will touch a spot. And I hope you reach out. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you you, you reach out, reach out yeah. you reach out to the Kenna Foundation. But they're doing well now. We thank God. For them it was also such a journey from hospital to now even home. But we thank God. Uh Warenga, any message? Uh I don't have any message. Uh all any I salams. <laughs> sina Leoni kona salamu, sina salamu, but Pokeni salamu mafansia for those who listen to us for those who keep resharing reposting on our behalf uh thank you sana akina uh Ryan and your crew we, we we are still we are blessed to have you guys yeah i guess they are the youngest people who listen to us and on a cover your gap i don't know what percent yes uh, thank you so much and also thank you mukami for for joining us um sharing your thoughts and i pray that this won't be the first time you will you'll come again yeah because yeah, it, it's a good conversation and people need to be aware and people need to hear this more often like it's okay to have such conversation it's okay not to be okay it's okay to support and to be kind and you know all yeah. that yeah so i hope you'll come back again and we are so honored to have you here Thank being you. our second guest <laughs> number two yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. It was such a beautiful conversation and I hope our fans wamefurahia or rather watafurahia Wata by the time oh. this year. Yes, watafurahia wana option yeah, wana by option. fire by force. Yes. Yes, and uh, please make sure you follow us on our social handles. Yeah. We f- let's begin with our guest the Kenna Foundation on Instagram and Facebook at Nakshim and also follow us at Dope Talks. Please guys reshare and all that. Yeah. Uh-huh. At Waringa Tukio. Yes. Yeah. For now, adios. Bye-bye. Bye.